This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandy shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. When it comes to Pod Meets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303 mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. So before we were recording, um, Easton was uh, letting us know that he is uh, joining this meeting from Idlewild, uh, which reminded me, I once went to a cabin in Idlewild. This was during the pandemic. This is during 2020 and had the craziest experience. It was a friend of a friend's cabin. And we knew that he had been up there like working on this cabin and like, uh, um, you know, fixing it up or whatever. But we get there and it's amazing. The cabin is beautiful. It has a movie theater. Um, and it's, but I start noticing that everything on the walls are like from the 80s, like all the posters on the wall. And I'm like, that's interesting. And then and the Wi-Fi password, like the Wi-Fi network is called cabin 1985. Oh. And then I start looking around. I notice all the books on the shelves are from 1985. And then there's magazines. He has actual wow. magazines mm. from 1985. He mm -hmm. has themed the entire cabin 
to the year 1985. Wow. He has VHS Why? tapes because it was his favorite year. It was like, you know, like the best year in movies or whatever. But so you go to this cat. He had toys. So my my son and our friends were playing with toys from 1985 like he had done top to bottom this entire cabin and it, like it was so funny because i didn't talk to him because he was a friend of a friend so i didn't get the info so i had to like piece together the clues but it was like basically a time travel cabin experience oh it was gosh. the weirdest it was so, so cool. such a strange it's a great idea but it's like such a random kind of i'm gonna make everything 1980 not 80s Right. But specifically Specific 1985. Year. But what's amazing is that that year is a great year. So like when we ended up leaving, I, I thanking him for letting us stay at the cabin. I sent him um, a Goonies uh, map, uh, like the, the the pirate map and a yeah. coin from Goonies, because of course that was also 1985. Yeah. But it was uh, there was Back to the Future. I think was 1985. He had um, Garbage Pail Kids on the wall. Like oh, yeah. it was insane. I was, like, but I just love this idea too of like kind of time travel if right. with like an airbnb like right like i'm wondering if more people should like are doing this and if not somebody should like you can go rent a cabin and it can be like all 1960s yeah. so it's like only 1960s technology but right? like, like i get that more than like it's 1962 it's like but, you're picking one specific year where yes. it's like all the kind of stuff. Well, so 85, 80s, it's so interesting. The uh, 80s have, ev you know, for so many of the years, there really are like enough great things that you can, th you wouldn't even, yep. for someone like me, I probably wouldn't have even put it together that they were all 1985. I would have right. just been like, oh, an 80s cabin. Right. But right. for that person, it's like 85. And for everyone who wants to go, being that it's just 85, it's not like somebody who's interested in the whole decade is like, I'm not going to go to that place because it doesn't include 19. 1987 like it's still <laughs> right. just gonna be it's still gonna feel an like an 86 80s cabin. purist is like yeah. i'm not going there well the I'm weirdest part not. for me was to be there so i was five years old in 1985 and indy was five when we went to this cabin so oh, it was like man. in this weird way i was like oh you're experiencing 1985 the way i did at exactly the same age it's so yeah wow that's right neither of you ever experienced a single day of the 1970s nope no i experienced three weeks i was born in 79 Oh, that's oh, right. That's okay. You're seven. You're yeah. A great. You're December eleventh. <laughs> oh, milk. Just love <laughs> sleeping. That's incredible. So okay. So here's a question then, because you mentioned garbage pail kids on yeah. uh, the wall, and I yeah. am obviously here in my childhood bedroom once again, mm -hmm. and we're starting to clean some stuff out. We're trying to declutter some of the stuff here. So I'm coming across like old toys and stuff oh. that I had. So my question is this, because. One of the things that's become very popular is, you know, now that you're an adult and you have money, you can go back and you can buy the things you wish you had when you were a kid. And one of the mm -hmm. things I thought about was getting all the Garbage Pail Kids because a friend yes. of mine had them all. Yeah. So if you had the opportunity to buy in mint condition, they'd stay in the box, however you wanted them. But any of the toys when you were a kid, is there something that leaps out like, oh, I'd have to have this? No, nothing. Keep your. I don't want it. <laughs> No, I don't want. Yeah, I don't like having toy. stuff, oh, the man. Queen of I don't fun like having back stuff. Again. No, I mean, I guess, I guess, if I could hold like an original Transformers, it, it would bring me back. Like you know, like an original Transformer, uh, like the big chunky one. And GI yeah. Joes were cool. Like, I, but I wouldn't want to keep it. I would oh, like yeah, to I'd play want the entire GI Joe and the entire mass collection, all original in box. It would be amazing. I'm sure like, you can oh, find yeah. it, man. You can, but again, really it's, I'm. Oh, yeah. So I have. So the greatest Christmas gift I ever got in my entire life was the G.I. Joe Defiant. So the Defiant is a full size 
three and a half foot tall space shuttle and an entire launching thing. It's like wow. the box was huge. It was amazing. You were that kid. Uh, dude, God, that I, I lucky begged, kid. I, God, I remember going to Keith thing. Stackhouse's house and he I had was like Keith Stackhouse. Oh God. So and I normally lucky. wasn't. The thing was, I normally wasn't, but I right. wanted the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier and I made sure I was good that whole year. Mm-hmm. The problem is the G.I. Joe aircraft, aircraft carrier is seven feet long. <laughs> so they were like, there's no place to put it. So they found this USS Defiant, which I still have, but it's obviously out of the box. But I was just looking it up because I saw it again. And if you can find one in the box and there's one or two out there, it's worth $12,000. Oh wow. my gosh. So that's what some of these things now, it's, and all these tech kids that are now worth their gajillionaires are now going back and buying the toys from when right. they were kids. Right. You know, they're buying all the original Star Wars, the original Mask, the original I mean, G.I. Joe. To have my original magic deck. I mean, because I got you know, I got into Magic Gathering when it was still unlimited. And I just You had a beta deck, didn't you? No, it was unlimited. Which is that it was they were darker colored and they were just better looking. I that's the way I still I still look at magic cards now and I'm like, no, they were better. It was like the way they were printed. It's just like that was the I still have that original one that you built that you and I built together, that red white deck. I still have that. Amazing. With the Shivan Dragon and the Sarah Angel and all that. I have Keldorian Frostbeast. Do you remember we yes, used to call Steve Hayford the Keldorian Frostbeast? <laughs> Frost our first stage manager. Well, for whatever reason, I think we got him to play with us one time. We did. And he and he had a Keldorian Frostbeast in his deck. So then we just like called him that for like the next couple of years. It, remember we had a big one printed up and it was on his podium. Is that what it was? We did. We had a giant card printed up of the Keldorian Frostbeast that was stuck on his podium. But, Are oh, we yeah, even pronouncing we, that right? I'm sure somebody I have no out there idea. is going to Probably not. <laughs> But, oh, man, Sarah, I remember the first time I was playing, you're like, oh, Sarah Angel. She doesn't have to tap to attack. You're going to love Sarah Angel. She's oh, yeah. great. I mean, like, and she's flying. She's and yeah, it, she's I mean, these are, these are cards that people still, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Danielle, what do you think about starting with the Sarah Angel? And do, are you a red-white <laughs> person? Are you more of yeah. a, 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 a more mm. playgrat deck? Are you like a quick-to-cast quick to kind of girl? Where where do you stand? <laughs> right. Mana zapping? What do you do? Yeah, <laughs> mana zapping into a weeble wobbling uh, with a little bit of pink and blue numbers. Is is kind of where I finagle. Nice, but right, you so never wait, Ryder. Yeah. If you had to build a deck for Danielle, what where do you think Danielle? What color do you think Danielle would be magic wise? Where do you she's think she would land? Definitely blue. I um, agree. Yeah, she would be blue and like Leonardo, my Ninja Turtle. Right. No. Well, okay. the, the magic, the different colors in in Magic: The Gathering actually do like change the strategy, and th- there's a character to them. And blue is very smart. And usually defensive. Um, and water-based and, normally. And water-based. Yeah, it comes from islands. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you would def- I think you would be a solid blue deck. I don't know if I would add- – maybe maybe a blue and white deck. Yeah. Which, well, she's which from the island of I Malta originally. So right. I, she True. would be, 50% be pulling Maltese. her – Yeah, so there you go. I, yeah, I like what's that. What's the white? I, I what's, the, what's the white? White is usually like angelic and pure and like all like good and like nice. You get your power from the plains. You get your power oh. from the plains, but it's always like positive like and like healing. A lot of healing no, like powers planes. and stuff like that. Um yeah, so yeah, yeah I, I love playing white. Red and white, white to me was the most powerful combination. If you played it right, it was awesome. Right, it could be great. We'll get you into it, Danielle. What you okay. need is more fantasy-based hobbies in your yeah, life. I know. I mean, you did tell me that I would like uh, Dungeons and Dragons. At which point you shot back instantly. I can't take that kind of theater kid energy. It's too much theater kid energy for me. Absolutely. No. The first like there are a few things if you want to guarantee I won't go to your event, tell me I have to come in costume. It's a murder mystery party. And you gotta wear a hat 
And everybody's going to be in fedoras and bow ties and talking old timey talk. And doing oh. bad British accents. Danielle, you have to use your imagination tonight, <laughs> and you have to come in an original costume. A guaranteed immediate no from me. You do realize that 90% of your career is based around make-believe. Yeah. No. Um, we're going to have a writer. surprise it's birthday party for Danielle, <laughs> and it's going to be a surprise, to. and we're yes. all going to be in costume. We're gonna, Hello, governor. Welcome oh. to the party. Yes. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. I'll just wear a monocle and be like, Hello. Oh, but also we're going to throw it at her the day before and tell her she has to cater it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? That I'll be fine with. If you throw me a challenge and I have to supply food for people, I have to like do like something like that that I have to I have to accomplish. Great. If you tell me, oh. you know how you're going to have fun tonight? We're going to all play characters and do voices and you're going to have to figure out the riddle of what we're doing. No, absolutely oh, that not. That's like a great night. Get me out of God. here, please. Anyway, now you guys all know how to make sure I never come to your parties <laughs> oh that's great welcome to pod meets world i'm danielle fischel i'm Ryder strong and i am a plus two shivan dragon <laughs> that doesn't even make sense <laughs> if you have plus one plus one counters maybe yeah. plus go. one plus one counters. <laughs> thank you Ryder. our logic yeah. police <laughs> <laughs> Although I guess they're fire breathing. So if you tapped enough mountains, it would just get a plus two. Yeah. It was plus one plus zero it, it, with unlimited tapping. That's why right. he could. Yeah. Right. You could, the fire you could be a yeah, 34. Yeah, right. it was, right. yeah, it was great. The they're, still, they're, they're great cards. They're still around. Amazing card. I spent $17 on that card. I remember that at the time. <laughs> I spent $17. Yeah. <laughs> talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media? But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what, what, what else was your mom doing? Uh, my mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow. Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You are right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. Here's why I like the Books Company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code WORLD. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh... Every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. 
Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment Professionals can be as easy as a phone call. And one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Uh, so today we are doing a recap of episode Rave On, which is season three, episode three. It originally aired November 17th, 1995. The synopsis is that Eric and Corey invite the entire school to a huge illegal rave party at Chubby's, but quickly realize it's on the same night as their parents' anniversary. It was directed by David Trainer. It was written by Jeff Sherman, guest starring Mickey Dolenz as Gordy, Davy Jones as Reg, Reginald Fairfield, <laughs> Peter Tork as Jedediah Lawrence. It's rounding out the monkey's trifecta. Mm-hmm. Ethan Suplee as Frankie Stacchino and Dave Madden as the manager. More on him later. Yeah, I have no idea who that is. Do you really I, not? Oh. No, I could tell that there were a lot of like, in jokes going on. Oh, I was like, yeah. Who is this guy? What is happening? Yeah. This wow. is a beautiful, this is a wonderful episode for people that like old school musical television. Right. Yeah. And that's about right. all it was good for. I was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think like what, how old the, the guys were, like the monkeys were in this. They're 45? Oh, like, no. Were they I think they age? were older than that. They were older I than that? So. I think so. 50s, I, okay. I would so. say. Because I was trying yeah. to think, like, what the equivalent of this would be for us. Is this, like, NSYNC showing up on a sitcom? Do you know what I mean? Like, like what is the equivalent of, like, yes. what would all those jokes be of, like, oh, oh. Like, because this is, yeah. when were the monkeys? The 70s? 80s? 60s. 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 so this is years. years. So, oh, yeah, yeah, so there you it'd go. Be so the this same. is 30. Yeah, it'd be 30 years after their, like, big hit. Yeah. Which Backstreet is, Boys, you know, NSYNC. Yeah. NSYNC, Backstreet Boys coming up on 30 yeah. years. So, yeah, it's yeah. it's very much like the boys of NSYNC being on How I Met Your Father. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, right. the monkeys in the 60s for it was either a solid year or maybe even two. The monkeys outsold the Beatles. Right. Literally. They were the biggest thing right. in the world. So, I mean, it was. Yeah, it was crazy. Davy Jones was uh, the consummate rock star. He was couldn't go anywhere. Nuts. Yeah. I don't it's think funny they too. actually did ever outsell the Beatles. No, they did. Pretty I think sure that they did. Was a lie they started. 
No, really? Yes, and it was been revealed that that was not (gasps) true. No, I'm Googling. It's it's very questionable. But if that's true, that's a great story. They were the closest possible thing right and they had a hit to, TV to show. the Beatles to, yes correct so they were like yes. actors more yes than, they were actor but I guess the big difference is they were sort of a manufactured band right right like they were right. put together to compete with the Beatles like they were correct. like the American response to the Beatles yes Although yeah but Davy was English, British so, but yeah right. but yes yes so it says the monkeys sold more than 65 million albums worldwide and claim yeah, mm. to have outsold the Beatles and the Rolling Stones between 1967 and 1968. How can you claim that? I mean, aren't, isn't there yeah, evidence? You would know, of like right? Sales? I mean, you, <laughs> you would think you would know. But, I love that um, Wikipedia gives it to them, though. It's a claim. Yeah, Wikipedia's like, sure, go for it. It's uh, yeah, no, they were. So this was the. I mean, the Monkees were a put together band for the show, and if you actually read the list of. Um, the people that were that also auditioned that became huge. It was like I think Stephen Stills, like from Crosby, Stills sure. and Nash. There was like a whole bunch of huge musicians right. that if actually you were like auditioned the right for age the right, and, and they, they had did, musical talent. Right? Exactly, you were like auditioned to be one of the monkeys, and the list for the people that auditioned was crazy. Yeah, it's not Charles true. It Manson show. is one of those people who auditioned. No. Yeah. Charles Manson auditioned to be a, a monkey. Well, and sure, he was a big mus- music person. Remember. <laughs> You're Wait, did you just make sure. it up? Why no, I didn't just... make it up. No, I'm serious. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah, well, no, uh, Manson has okay. this whole relationship with the Beach Boys thing. Like, there's yeah. that whole history. Yeah, there, yeah, so, that, I mean, yeah. that was nuts. That was. I, I they just, just given word. him a record deal. He would not have murdered. The Charles Manson thing is also a rumor unconfirmed. Uh, so uh, very much like the monkeys claiming to have outsold. That's also a, a rumor that we don't know is unfounded. Gosh, let's start a Boy Meets World rumor. Oh my god! Can oh you just see gosh. the casting director though? When when Manson walks in, like, I could you play it a little less crazy? <laughs> um, <laughs> what would be a good Boy Meets World? rumor to start hmm it'd have to mm. be like somebody who was almost a certain part like exactly yeah. instead of it wasn't the untitled ben savage project it was gonna be who what the night mm. stalker was almost minkus <laughs> the 45 year old man tried to audition for minkus actually what you know yeah i mean because do you remember wasn't there a weird one that like um the the, the friend from wonder years was um oh, yeah. went on to become Marilyn, Marilyn Manson. Manson or something. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. What a weird connection. There like, are there what if we random- What if we did one where one of the cast members of Boy Meets World went on to do porn? <laughs> <laughs> No one would oh, wait. buy that. No wait, one wait, would wait. believe that. You're no, right, wait, wait. You're right. Take it back. Take it back. Take but it back. You know there is. Do you know there is an actual one from Boy Meets World though? What? What? Originally there was a grandmother part, and it was Debbie Reynolds. And there were. What? It was. There was a whole pilot written about it, and she agreed to do Debbie the part. Reynolds is. I, I don't do not know. know who Debbie Reynolds is. Have you met me? <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> oh my god. Let's jump into our recap. Otherwise, we'll be here all day. We start. That was true, by the way. Of course not. Well, the porn thing is true, but <laughs> one, one out one. of three was true. Uh, we start in the school hallway. Mr. Feeney comes down the stairs tearing a poster that says illegal rave this mm. Friday. And everyone <laughs> like hears, you advertise. Who yeah, advertises? Exactly. That's what I love. Do that. That's I love that. Like, first of all, were raves illegal? Like, what, 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 the illegal ones. But what? <laughs> I mean, Only they were but real. I mean, was that part of the appeal? I always thought that the raves were just supposed to be secret. Like the idea was that right. you just didn't even know about it, it unless you I like... guess there a rave has the general feeling of there being illegal activity right. going on. Because right. when you think of a rave, I think you also think drug culture. Right. And so maybe they just mean like the rave's illegal because there are 
I, I feel like this episode is just the clearest example of how out of touch our writers were with. Oh yeah, <laughs> like it was such hip a culture. weird episode. It was such a weird episode, and it's like, it why just, pick rave? So is Eric also like, is he dealing rave? X to everybody in the, in the school? <laughs> Don't well, know. Think, think about the way people are dressed. We'll get to the how people yeah. are dressed oh, at God. the party. Like, there is no understanding of what is like what a rave no. is. Uh-huh. What is no. going on in the '90s? What was trendy for a party? No. It is so. so it is the weirdest episode. This episode but. did not make a whole lot of sense in any way, shape, or form. It was so <laughs> no. bizarre. There are a few what places. What is it supposed that, to? I mean, no. it's supposed to. I actually love the idea of two kids who have something big planned yeah. and then find out yeah. it's their parents' anniversary and they right. have to try to make it work or do Good whatever. Idea. I love totally. it. Yeah. It's fantastic. I also love the idea of one of the brothers being more on board to just cancel the whole thing than the other. Sure. It's like you're you're constantly coming up with places to have conflict, which is great, but the whole episode feels very much like mid 40-year-olds talking about youth culture and it's just yeah, like weird. You just, it's just to get weird. the monkeys together to <laughs> yeah. do yeah, songs, exactly. which is exactly. fine. It's exactly. like it's like once we get there you're like, "Oh, okay, we've arrived. Got this is it. this is why this episode is happening." Pretty much. Yeah. Right. It's like the uh, the swim scene. Yes, it was in, all in, done. And we're like, oh, this is all for this one shot. Yep, pretty much. So anyway, the kids all boo. Mr. Feeney mocks them. Uh, Sean tells Mr. Feeney it's stuff like this that makes him unpopular. Mr. Feeney says he saves a lot of money on call waiting. God, you guys remember call waiting? Of course. Yeah, of course. That what was a the thing. game changer. Oh, so well, you can cool. You can mimic the sound with the bottle. It was always like the click, an empty bottle. It goes click, 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 and it sounds just like a call waiting bottle. Oh. Yeah, it's great. Wow. Okay. It's from well, Seinfeld. Oh, okay. I stole it. Well, I, I didn't stole come him. up with it. Of course. I don't <laughs> come up with any of my, my stuff. Corey asks what a rave is, and Mr. Feeney explains it to him, telling him to get hip. Topanga walks up wearing a truly disgusting outfit. I have absolutely no idea what I'm wearing, but vomit. Corey asks if she thinks he's unhip, and she says no. Then she hands him his earmuffs he left at her house. Very cute. Which, I guess, earmuffs are unhip. Are very nerdy. I guess. Also, um, everybody is out at the rave later dressed in, like, T-shirts and stuff like that. So why was he wearing earmuffs? It's clearly not winter. Yeah, he, he just gets cold ears. Is that what is, is he like a dog who doesn't like thunder? I mean, yeah. is that what it is? <laughs> he needs a thunder I mean, I think, I think earmuffs are more clear because what would the other like? It, here's the setup for the joke, right? Like Corey is not hip. Sure. What would it be like? He, you left your inhaler. You right, left right. your glasses. I mean, everything else would have been more cliche. Earmuffs yeah. are just weird enough that you're like, I know, but it's yeah, it's just funny. It's summer. It's, it's so strange. <laughs> is it better. summer? No. Well, it's not. It certainly be. not winter we, with the way. No, they're, you're right. She's wearing. I mean, a, Will is wearing the leather jacket. You know what yeah, I, I was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, say that. Say that. Say it keeps going back and forth. It's been on three characters. They can't like, find the find the owner yet. Yep. Well, they when you then go to the other shot, Feeney comes in and starts the thing by ripping off a sign saying illegal thing, and then you go to the other shot, and there's another giant sign that says illegal I rave right behind I have him, that right touch. here. Yeah. Sean asks Corey if he knows where the party is going to be, and he says no. How would I know that? Then Sean tells Corey that Eric is the one throwing this party. Eric walks over and Corey tells him he wants to help with the party, but Eric won't let him. There is a second giant, giant illegal, illegal rave sign right behind <laughs> Eric. And apparently Feeney doesn't what care about that Advertising one. for illegal raves. He uh, just no cares sense. about the big banner. I also look terrible in this episode. No, I'm, you don't. Oh, my hair looks weird. I'm pale. Like, I looked really bizarre. I didn't like my clothes particularly. I looked really I, bizarre in this episode. I made a note. Not about your looks. Your performance is was a terrible. Off was and, terrible. And 
I didn't think it's so. It's a David Trainer episode. Oh. He's coming I don't back. Know. And I yeah. feel like, because you've said this before, that you've yeah. noticed that you might be a little uncomfortable. You might have been intimidated by Trainer. By David, I think so. I didn't, know, I didn't know what to do off. with my hands. I don't know. You are big with like, my it, eyebrows. It like, suddenly felt like an ep- a season one. I was agree like, with, what happened I agree with you 100%. It's like the moment you opened your mouth in this yep. scene. I was like, I literally was like, what? We've yep. like regressed. I think I you agree. regressed. A hundred percent. It's so funny. It's like Sue you were said not the same thing. She's like, yeah. "Wow, you're re- you really don't seem comfortable in this episode." No, it was, you I were agree not with comfortable you with him as a director. hundred percent. And you didn't even know it until watching yeah. it now. But it is it's, so clear to me yeah. that like. Yeah, like McCracken put you more at ease, or other directors Must put you more been. at ease. Must have been. He just intimidated me. Yeah, it had to it's have been funny you, because yeah, you, you know it's you were probably not a good from, performance at all. Yeah. This episode, you just you probably your first episode you walked in, he was the the man in charge, the director, and Maybe. you never got over that feeling. Yeah, at that age, it was, you know, it was really yeah. uncomfortable to watch this episode for me. I had no idea what to do with my hands. I was like, I was no. all over the place the entire no. time. It's yeah. really weird. Yeah, really weird. Because it's a well, good Will episode. I mean, it's a good Eric episode. It could episode. have been a great Eric could, yeah. episode. And, and if an it Eric was and you Corey the way you've episode. been performing the last eight episodes of this it would have been season, fine. it would have been yep. fine. I agree. Yeah, it's bizarre. It was weird. <laughs> I almost wondered, like, no joke, I was so pale and I just looked disheveled that I wondered if maybe I was sick. Or I well, was coming uh, off of being sick. This is the or... episode where we have that vampire photograph that we've seen of us that oh. Jeff Sherman has posted, where I'm super white That's... and you're super white. We all right. so we're part of the reason we all like in white face this entire episode. <laughs> no, but it's really when I show up in that hat later. That's yeah. Sherman yeah. has posted this, and it's from this episode that he wrote. So he clearly had that photo like that night. But for whatever reason, I am like super. I wonder white if the later. makeup artist was different that week. I don't know because I don't ever look. I didn't look like that before. And and it's, I was, I seriously, I was like, I'm hoping I was sick because there's some reason why everything's off. Yeah. Well, Corey agreed. threatens to tell their parents. So Eric allows Corey to help him with the party, but he says he can't tell anyone. Then Corey turns to tell Sean and Eric grabs him over the mouth from behind. And then we're in the uh, Matthews living room. Corey walks in and tells Eric everything is set for the party and Chubby is on board. Eric asks, so he's cool with us having the rave at his place? And Corey clarifies Chubby is on board a cruise to Mexico. So he won't move. Zinger with the youth on board a cruise. Because a legal rave, you want to have it at the one restaurant the that you want to go to? The restaurant in town. Because so there's great. so much room for a rave. Go yeah. into the woods. It's so weird. So to make it clear, Chubby is on board a cruise, so he won't know that they're using his place to throw the party. I'm mentioning that because later it comes back up and bums me out. Because what? So Corey and Eric <laughs> high five and they do the uh, pre-show. You stole it. You stole it and you took it from me and you use it on the show. I'm so Thank mad you. about this. You, are you just realizing it? Yes. What, you well, must have all, been okay with it. Ep- I did not remember this episode existed. Oh, please explain. I mean, I Guys, this, I need I you guys to explain. Were here, but I am, you took my leather jacket and you took my our leather thing. jacket. We are, we are done, Will. We are no longer <laughs> okay, doing Okay, guys, our <laughs> dear listeners need to understand what you're talking about. All right. Please, writers, you're the most inflamed, so go ahead. We have a tradition, a pre-show tradition of screaming and yes. and doing and and one of the pre-show traditions is that when Will and I are announced in front of the audience, we would run out and then we would high do the high ten and do like the head slam like we're like football, football players player. with our helmet. Yeah. Right. 
Because I'm such a because you're so a into sports person. Bar. I'm yeah. like yeah. the football guy. You're right? the guy. You're Mister CTE. <sighs> That's what we call you around town. <laughs> right. So I don't even know what that means. All right. So yeah. So come to find out, Will all these years had stolen it and no used idea. it with uh, a Mister Ben Savage, uh, Corey. You were like you were there that week right in front of my face, behind, behind my back on the episode. <laughs> I was going to say you were I'm there. Squealing. Yeah, I'm squealing. No. We, uh, we've oh, also taken those you. traditions and do them behind the scenes at our live show. We all scream right. before our live show. And then I've seen the two of you do it there. Yes. So yeah. we've just revived it. That's why it's in my blood. And right. I am like, now I see it. Are you, does does so it feel mad. tainted to you? Will you yes. even want to do it next time? I'll think. You're gonna have to think about it. I'll think. I'll think. We did it for seven years. So I had no idea we, that we did that. That we did this. Ben and I did this on the show. Yeah, no, idea. I had no idea either. No so idea. You, what? Which came first, ours, and then you took it? Oh, it must have been. Had to have been. Right? Ours. Had yeah. to have been. Didn't we started that season one? I assume so. I mean, well, because, because I was always introduced football. after you, right? Or would right. you introduce after me? How'd the order go on for studio taping nights? I, I, was, I think I was introduced before you because before you me. were the bigger name on the show. So I think I you just came remember later. it was you. Oh yeah, whoever it was, I it was, it was yeah. always I, I, it was you because you would be introduced, then I would run out. Yeah, I think that's and right. So I, I'd wave to the audience, and then we would do that. Yeah, and um, and I think that came from when we were playing football with Home Improvement back in season one because we were on the football team. So we're like, yeah, oh, that's funny. That makes yeah. sense. And so I yeah, that, I I saw that. I was like, oh man, oh, we just yeah. did the yeah. I know. Did I wrote it. And then you took the jacket later in the episode. Again, it was just my like, jacket. Just my I took soul. It back. I didn't remember this episode at all. I knew that we had had the monkeys on and I remembered them singing. But like, yeah, and I think part of the reason is I'm not in this episode. This might be the smallest Sean part since yeah. like season one. Yeah. Or, you know, like it's maybe, a Corey Eric maybe, story. Yeah. I mean, I think I've basically said every line I'm going to say in this entire show already, oh, like man. in the first scene. Um, yeah. So I, that's why I clearly didn't remember it. But um, yeah. Well, they do the Will Rider behind the scenes high 10 and a head slam. And then they say they're the Matthews brothers. And then the doorbell rings and Mr. Lawrence, a.k.a. Jedediah, a.k.a. Peter Tork of the Monkees, walks in with a guitar. Jedediah says it's harsh for Corey to call him Mr. Lawrence. And Corey says it's weird calling his girlfriend's dad by his first name, not just because his name is Jedediah. My mom was a massive fan of the Monkees like a massive fan of the monkeys. And my mom was a little too young to have it. Like most people had a crush on Davy Jones or Mickey Dolans. My mom was the youngest of three and her crush was always Peter Tork. He wore uh, footy pajamas. He, he was kind of goofy. And yeah. my mom just remember as a little girl, my mom just thought, oh my gosh, he's so cute. So the fact that Peter Tork was playing my That's father. Cool. Peter Tork, I think, is the only person my mom has ever asked on Boy Meets World if she could take a picture with. Oh, like, that's cool. The only person who ever guest starred that my mom was like, can I get a picture with you? It that's cool. And I I, I think I've talked about this before, too. His mom or dad, I don't know which one, was one of my parents' professors at law school. Right. So it's, there was, yeah, the world coming back. It was interesting. Well, Amy walks in and asks Jedediah to see the guitar. He pulls it out and she says Alan will love it, but it doesn't look done. It looks unfinished. Jedediah admits he spent too much time on the guitar case. Amy reminds him their anniversary is tomorrow and she's giving this to him as a gift. She asks Jedediah to speak in the kitchen so they can talk about reality. Corey asks how Eric could plan the rave the same day as their like, parents' cool. anniversary. Like he's all excited to talk about yeah. reality. Reality. He's like, yeah. Cool. Cool. Let's do it. 
Uh, Corey asks Eric, how could he plan the rave the same day as their parents' anniversary? And Eric says he's not inconsiderate. He had no idea when their anniversary was, which I think is Very a fun, cute little yeah. joke. Alan walks in from the upstage French doors carrying a bathtub with Mickey Dolans from the monkeys <laughs> and maybe better known as the tongues. Now, I thought I mean, it turns out later that this isn't the case, but I thought they were trying to be secretive about sneaking this giant. Yeah, tub but in. I guess not. Uh, yeah. Yes. And then, yeah, but then Rusty was like screaming at the top of his lungs. I was like, wait, are, but the way they kind of bring it in and they're looking around, I thought it was a surprise. But then yes. later she seems to know about it. So, yeah. It well, just, he yeah. was screaming at the top of his lungs because he knew it wasn't written in the script for her to come back in from the kitchen. But right. it was supposed <laughs> to be. Much, it was yeah. supposed to be. They are looking around like, great, is she not around? Right? I can like, bring this bathtub in. in. Yeah. 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 It's very funny. So he says it's an anniversary present for Amy and himself. It's the Turbo Deluxe Sunset Tsunami Super Spa. Alan and Gordy carry the tub upstairs. Gordy says when you're 20, it's for romance. But at Alan's age, it's a bubbly place to read. Mickey Dolenz is pretty darn funny. So is David Jones. David so Jones is, funny. Yeah. Uh, on the way up the stairs, Alan says, you're older than me, Gordy. And Gordy replies, and very well read, which I think is a very funny clever. joke. Yep. Very yep. clever. Corey asks Eric how they could forget their parents' 20th anniversary. Corey wants to buy them a present, but they put all their money into the rave. Corey suggests canceling it. Eric says they can't cancel their parents' anniversary. And Corey says he meant they need to cancel the rave. Eric says, now you're talking crazy. The doorbell rings and a British man walks in asking if this is the Matthews residence. We recognize that this man is Davy Jones of, you guessed it, the monkeys. And he recognizes Corey as Amy and Alan's son from his facial features. And I thought this was a cute little inside <laughs> joke, too, where Corey says, yes. no one has ever thought I looked like my I was parents. so glad they that said that. Yeah. Because when he says the line, you know, I recognize Amy. I was like, yeah. what? What? I mean, yeah. if there's any casting that has never looked like the parents it's ben and, it's, and yep. those two and i was yep. like oh okay at least they acknowledge it yeah but yeah and then he studied phrenology, phrenology. At yes Jeez. the man says clearly no one else went to oxford to become a phrenologist he says he's an old friend of their parents amy walks into the living room and the man greets her and says she looks lovely amy doesn't remember who he is he introduces himself as reg <laughs> reginald fairfield we which, did this all week do you uh, remember that all, all week. week i've had people say this to me and i have had no idea what they're talking about oh really gosh. yes and then i heard it i was like oh reg, this is where that's reginald from. Fairfield. Yes. we oh. said reg reginald fairfield for <laughs> well, you guys did i, I did, mean uh, forever I no clue what this is uh, Ben's English accent is perfect. It's when so he good. says it the first time, I was like, oh, he sounds exactly like the dude. Like, yeah. it's a perfect impression. It's so good. It's really funny. We talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media? But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what, what else was your mom doing? Uh, my mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow. Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You are right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. 
Here's why I like the Books Company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code WORLD. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh... Every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment Professionals can be as easy as a phone call. And one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Alan walks down the stairs and asks who's at the door, and Corey says, Reg, Reginald Fairfield. Reginald tells Alan he's from his college backpacking trip through Europe. Europe. Alan told Reg if he was ever in the States, there would be a couch with his name on it. Corey looks at the couch and says, look, Reg, Reginald Fairfield. Like the couch says his name. And then we are in the Matthews kitchen. Reg, Reginald Fairfield is showing Corey a photo album with photos from the 70s. Reg asks Alan if he remembers, and Alan admits he can't even remember what he had for breakfast. Rusty sweater in this scene is Mm. awesome. It's gorgeous. Is it the the kind of brown one? I guess basically I just want to be Alan Matthews. You do. I'm I'm kind of realizing this now. It's like, he's just the coolest. He He really is. He's like this great dad. He's all good looking in his cool clothes. Ryder, if you started wearing clogs, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Do you remember Rusty's clogs? I do remember Rusty's clogs. I do remember Rusty's clogs. You could pull off clogs. I could pull off clogs, maybe. So then Corey (laughs) looks at the photos and asks who the sexy babe is in the wet tank top. 
And he realizes it's Amy. She runs over and closes the book. This it's is just weird and absurd weird little on every run. level. Weird little it's runner. Not- with the weird, the you know, it, I think they should have saved it just for Will. Yeah. Because, because like Corey talking about a sexy babe is like the least Corey thing I've ever heard. Do you know what I, I mean? I know. Like, it, especially in front of his parents. Is Corey really right. going to be like, who's that babe? And no, like I know. we've established this character. And it's just to get that joke. And it's like, ugh. I know, and, and it, it does. So Amy is so hot still. I like, know. Why would you ever not be able to see that your mom had an amazing body when she still has an amazing body. Like yeah. it doesn't work. It doesn't work on any level. No, it yeah, doesn't. It, I really agree with you that it doesn't work coming from Corey. If, if, no. if Eric just walked in and opened yes. it and realized it, that yes. it, it works. There. It would have been better to just have Corey be like, Oh my gosh, like mom. a comment about, yeah, mom, yeah. like, I don't want to see you in a baby. Exactly. Suit. And then have Eric come in. It would have been, and then he could have just been, who's that babe. And the right. audience would have been knowing and Corey would have been knowing and it would have. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Completely. So Reg goes to freshen up and Amy asks how long he will be staying with them. And he says he'll stay as long as he's welcome. After Reg goes upstairs, Alan calls him annoying. I also like the joke that he has right before that where he goes, great, he left 20 minutes ago. He left 20 minutes ago. Such a yeah. good line. Good Amy joke. reminds him he's the one who guided them through Europe. And Alan says he didn't guide them. He followed them. He followed us. Alan walks upstairs to help Reg find softer towels. And Eric walks in. He's on the phone telling someone the details to the secret party. Amy is in the kitchen. So Eric pretends he doesn't know what he's talking about. And Amy gets up and leaves. Corey hits Eric in the head. Amy heard everything he said, but Eric says she doesn't know what he's talking about. Eric wants to go to Chubby's and give him a deposit. What? Chubby is on board a cruise to Mexico and, and doesn't, doesn't know the know party is the happening. Rave. Why, who, and where is he going to Chubby's to give who a deposit? What are we talking about here? We, uh, you know, yeah. Me, uh, yeah. Me, uh, I was gonna say. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, the what? Huh? Kirby's huh? world just has either like ironclad logic or absolutely no none lo- no none logic none, none logic, logic whatsoever. None it's logic called a non case. This none is a non logic episode. Yeah. It's like we kind of only have two modes. It's like a complete farce where nothing makes sense, and we just right. want to get the monkeys and and you just want to have fun. Right. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, like now that we're going through it and hearing you say all these like little one liners, there's some really funny stuff. Oh, like, some great stuff. So there's funny. some great funny stuff. But yes, yeah. as a whole, like I just like baffled by this episode. It is. It's I, weird. You know. Just the whole thing is very bizarre. And maybe that's that's why my performance is bad. Maybe that's one of the reasons is because it's just so out of whatever the hell. I can't. I don't yeah, even know. It just it's, feels. <laughs> it does. To me, it it is definitely one of those episodes that has enough funny moments and the fact that I like the whole the 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 premise alone of just yeah. the two brothers being feeling slightly different right. about what they need to do about the party and trying to make it both a rave and a parents anniversary thing that I like. And it has enough funny one liners in it that overall I liked the episode. Okay. I can I, I, to me, it, it's it redeemed itself. This part bummed me out because he could have had to go to Chubby's for anything like he could have had to go to Chubby's to measure for a dance floor right, or right. anything install else. He could have ball. had to they, <laughs> correct install a disco ball, anything that he could have. He needs to get out, which is the point. He needs to go do something and they need to get him out. But why? When you've already set up the entire idea is that no one's even going to know this illegal party is going. Chubby's not going to know that it's going on there. Why do you say you have to go give Chubby a deposit? It's it just weirds me out. But yeah. whatever. I, I still overall, I know I'm going to be the only one, but I still enjoy it. I want to do a prequel movie. That's okay. Alan and Amy Europe. 
Oh, Alan and Amy in Europe. In the 70s? What happened, Heck yeah. really happened with Reginald Fairfield? Oh, what happened yeah. between the three thruple? of them? Oh, oh man, they were, they were going country were to country. Thrupling. What were they, 22, 23? Oh, is, they're at their 20th wedding anniversary. So yeah. yeah. They got married. What was their life like? How oh, awesome man, were they? That would what be years so would that cool. have been? The 80s? Oh, come on. Yeah. That would have been the 70s. Because yeah. yeah, I, I think Eric was supposed to be born in 78. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if they were married for you, so 74, they got married. So figure yeah. this is like 72. They're in, they're wow. in Europe. Yeah. Hell yeah. Alan, I imagine it kind sure. of looks like just the feeling is like, call me by your name. Like yeah. that sort of like 1970s, like Muted. washed out Italian countryside. Right, oh. right, right. Yeah. Alan for sure brought a guitar. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> exactly. He wouldn't have gone anywhere without a guitar. Wow, it would have been like uh, a link a link later film. Yeah, they just yeah, walk and talk totally. the whole time. To walk with, and with talk Reginald the whole time. behind them. With Reginald. Yes, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they don't want to remember Reginald because of what actually went down. Exactly what happened. Eric might actually be Davy Jones's Yes! Kid. Here we go! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to get ourselves out of this scene, Eric opens the photo album and asks who the sexy babe in the tank top is. And Corey breaks the news that that's their mom. Eric is disgusted and runs out of the kitchen. And then we're in the Matthews living room where Reg, Reginald Fairfield, is on the phone with his mother because he has a free phone. We hear him say that upstairs. Alan overhears this and rolls his eyes as he walks down the staircase to tell Amy Reg unpacked a lot of clothes. Amy tells Alan, forget about Reg because the boys are throwing them a surprise anniversary party. And Corey overhears this everyone is overhearing so many things in this episode <laughs> yeah, yeah. i mean that's the definition a of a farce yeah. right yeah, that's like exactly. the whole thing oh also we just have to go back for a moment because i did take a note will your phone acting is pretty bad it's you awful do not turn it off it's you just terrible. do the old yeah that's, it's <laughs> terrible it's why the, the, we all get away with that the facting on the show was not good no. Not good I mean, I know we pointed out Ben's, but I I thought you I would know. rise no, to the challenge. No, I was off. At least I was hit off. a button, especially in an episode where we reference call waiting. Yeah, I was off this hit episode. Hit the button. Oh, okay. <laughs> so then Gordy walks down the stairs and says the hot tub's up and running. Alan how wants long to go do you think th- he's been there? Like, how much time do you think has passed? Because did he- Two hours? Okay, so he put up an entire hot tub, built the surround. Like, did they already have the surrounding thing built? Davy Jones had already asked for towels. Alan had already gone up there to help him with towels. He unpacked a lot of clothes. So So an hour or two? I'd say an hour or two. Okay. I, Alan was in his, you know, Alan Don't was made to caulk. Yeah, I just want to hire this guy to start to install things in my home. Now you guys are amazing. getting too deep. Now this is taking the logic police way too far. I have to stop. You. That's uh, fine. I understand. Alan wants to go test the hot tub out <laughs> with Amy. These guys really know all the lyrics to my girl. Would, they, uh, would he really have brought a harmonica to the rave? I want to we'll get into all this stuff later because I've got one that's great. <laughs> but Gordy says the little English guy is doing laps, which again is another great one liner and a it's great funny. visual. It's, it's very funny. funny. Then we're in Chubby's. Corey runs in and tells Eric the rave is canceled because their parents found out. Eric responds, Mamma mia. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? Because he mentioned thing. your mom. I that Italian. <laughs> Italian question mark. <laughs> okay. The music in the background of this scene 
is the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life. Really? I don't know what's happening, but like maybe Ray Colcord was just feeling musically this episode because it's this one. And then later there's like a record scratching hip hop track going in the background that is mm. insane. But no, this and I don't I my question was and I couldn't look up like in time, like other chubby scenes. Is there usually like an electric guitar solo in the background music of Chubbies? <laughs> Listen to so. it. It is like the music for the Chubbies. I don't know if this is normal for every Chubby scene. It's like a, a guitar going. <laughs> and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> what? It's like there, there's a full on like rock song going on. It's, it's so distracting yeah. when you have headphones on and not through your uh, computer. But anyway. <laughs> Well, and then later during the rave, there's also some great music. It's like, like the record scratching. Well, yeah, over we're in an illegal e- rave with illegal underground scratching music. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, so you say "Mamba Mia," which for no, I, for some no reason, reason I don't at understand. All. And then Corey tells Eric their parents think they're throwing a surprise anniversary party for them, so now they have to. Eric asks, what are they, nuts? Corey tells Eric they can plan an anniversary party in less than 24 hours. He tries to do the Matthews Brothers high 10, but Eric walks away and says they're great big stupid heads, leaving Corey alone in Chevy's. Uh, So then we are in the school hallway. Corey's on the phone with his aunt who can't make it to the party. He asks her if she has a heart. And Corey says, oh, well, I hope that donor comes through for you. (laughs) Uh, And then Corey walks around saying he needs adults. Mr. Turner walks down the stairs and Corey says he's just like family. Turner remarks that you never just come right out and ask for a favor, do you? Corey asks him to come to his parents' anniversary party. And when Turner asks when it is, Corey says six hours, no jeans, bring a present. Which is very cute. Which is great. Have we ever seen uh, Mr. Turner without jeans, though? No, I don't think so. Does he show up with jeans on? I can't remember. No, he's got a suit. He's wearing a suit. suit. Yeah. Yeah. So then Mr. Feeney walks up and Corey asks what he's doing tonight. And Feeney says he's going to the mall with Sean Hunter. Favorite line. Hanging with Sean Hunter at the mall. (laughs) Hanging with Sean Hunter Hunter at the mall. mall. Oh, my God. It's just perfect. Oh, I love it. It's like he's become the one liner guy. Yeah, like they bring him in. He throws out a great line and he leaves. It's great. And he just doesn't have to do anything. It's just it's effortless. It's great. God. Hanging with Sean Hunter at the mall. 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 So good. Well, Corey says that's the sense of humor that makes him the life of the party. And Corey invites Feeney to the anniversary party. Reginald calls out Mr. Feeney's name and walks toward him in the hallway. Corey asks what Reg is doing there. And Mr. Feeney's and and he says that Mr. Feeney invited him for lunch. Feeney says he didn't ask him for lunch. He just asked if he was staying with the Matthews. Reginald won't take no for an answer and tells Feeney he'll sit in on all his classes he has before lunch. This guy's really annoying. Yeah. In a fun way. I think so. In a super fun way. And then Topanga and Sean walk up to Corey, telling him they found a band for the party. Old guys in their 30s, she says, but she thinks they'll be okay. As a group of people who are in their mid-40s, I take offense for all of us. (laughs) Good. Thank you. Sean says he got a guy that can jump out of a cake for six bucks. And Corey is shocked that Sean paid a guy six dollars. And then Sean clarifies the man paid him. Like, what what is this? I don't know, but money. It's just some creepy man who wants to jump out of a cake. Some creepy guy I'll wants to jump you. out. I'll pay you to jump out. <laughs> and this is a weird. moment where after you say it, you have a hard time recovering and you are breaking. Yep. And Maybe? I, yes. And yep. I'm 
do not remember Ryder breaking this often. I don't either. <laughs> and it's it's more often than I thought it was. Me it's, too. Yeah. I'm shocked how yeah. often Ryder is breaking. And I'm like, yep. I don't remember. I, no, I I don't. <laughs> I have so many fun memories with Ryder, but I don't remember you being like, I can't control my laughter while we're working. Guy. Yeah. Really? That's like, not to that the extent. defining characteristic of me. That's like. <laughs> What I mean, that's what Ben was always so bothered by. I mean, we loved it, but we would make each other laugh constantly. We could oh never get through. Gosh. I mean, that's why Will and I couldn't do a scene together. Well, because, that, yeah, I remember that, but that was, oh, I, I remember like, it making the show this much, I, know, I guess is what it was. I know. Where it's like, oh, I see you. It's like, oh, you're going to go. You're going to go. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm doing yeah. this with my hands. And you're and you're like about to break. It's really always. it's really funny. It, it's like it was a so high school play. I, mean, to me, was, I was always having fun. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, God, it's so funny. I mean, Just I also the, think there's a level of like I can get away with it because Sean is for the yeah. most, you know, it's like a goof. I only really have two modes. It's like either I'm a complete goof or I'm like, yeah, way very serious. And right. Yeah. So, no, it's I'm, it's very fun. I it, it's one of those moments where when we watch it i think oh man look how much fun we're having like mm-hmm. i can bring myself back to those but it's so i do not remember you breaking this often and it making the show it means yeah, like was that the best too. take oh yeah i could <laughs> so, never keep it together i could so never funny. keep it together so then eric walks down the stairs with balloons in his hand he got 300 balloons pl- printed with the words happy 20th amy and ellen there's a background actor and a very cool cross cut and cross colors button up by the way did you notice him Nope, I did not. Oh, okay. It is so. What is a cross colors button up? It's a brand that was very popular in the early '90s, and it's very bright and has like a lot of multi stripes. And it was, it was like, it was very cool. It was a little niche. Okay. Um, it's made a, it's made a comeback now. But I, he's just, he just really stood out to me. I was like, whoa, look at that guy. Um, missed the joke there, Danielle. What? It's a little niece. You should have said. I know you're right. It's a little Sorry. niece. It's okay. Well, Corey takes the balloons and storms off to go get the money back. He says he'll just do everything. And then Eric walks by two girls talking about the rave being canceled. One of the girls says the guy throwing it must have wussed out. She says just once she wants to meet a guy with guts at this school. As she walks away, Eric yells that the guy probably had a good reason and he was probably doing something nice for his mommy and daddy. And then he looks around to see who may have overheard him. But no, this time, no one hears anything. No, of course nope. not. And I make a big, like, ooh, 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 face ooh, as I walk away. Ooh, I am, I am pushing it this you episode. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, yeah that's a bummer. <laughs> and then we are at Chubby's. Fedora exterior Sean? Chubbies! Did you uh-huh. guys remember that we ever had exterior Chubbies? No. Nope. Yeah. Did not remember that. Nope. I also am only going to refer to you as Fedora Sean. Every time you have Fedora so Sean, when you have hat, this is the where we I have the like photograph yep. that's, that Sherman's posted a bunch where I'm like going like this, and right, I'm right, yeah, completely yeah. white face, and yeah. we're always yeah. like, "Am I in my?" Joker costume. Yeah, we look like it was just going one. to the the interview to the vampire, you know, screening <laughs> so or something weird. like that. Yeah, yeah I think crazy. I just said caked on makeup because at this point in the show, my skin is awful. So mm. I think they were just covering me in makeup and yeah, made me super white. That but day. I was white too. I was pale too, though. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Something was weird. But this is a weird set. I just you know, I, know. I yeah. don't remember this set. Big it, seeing it, I was like, I don't no. like the way it looks. I don't I like didn't the remember. way. And then I Ethan's like, there. I know he's so good. Oh my I know, God. but he just kind of like just pops up. Like all of a yeah. sudden, Ethan's there. I was like, yeah, oh, he's back. okay. Yeah, he's been in season three though, right? Yes, yes. I say yes yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We remember, but it's yeah, weird yeah, we to just did, like we're now like what sixty percent through the episode. He hasn't been anywhere, and then all of a sudden he's working the door. It was kind of like, yeah. oh, I know. oh, Ethan's in this. episode. No, it was funny because I saw him in the background of a shot, and I was like, God, that guy looks just like Ethan. That, oh, that's right. true. And then I was like, Oh, it is oh, Ethan. It's Ethan. <laughs> it's Ethan. So Fedora, Sean, Topanga, and Corey walk in through the gate. Topanga congratulates Corey on pulling off the anniversary party in 24 hours. I'm wearing the same jacket I've worn in every other episode where there's been the monkeys sure, or a okay. band playing. You What's your band jacket? jacket. I've What's worn, your band it's, jacket? it's my yeah. monkey's jacket. They look shocked, and the camera cuts to Eric talking to a guy with a red mohawk. Guys, there are also people wearing tie-dye yep. and sunglasses yep. and earrings. Oh, it's my. It's a ra- illegal rave. There's a shiny cowboy hat. Yep. There is an all-orange outfit with a matching The orange beanie. guy. Orange, the orange guy. guy. You know what? He's I, the only one I who actually looks you. like a rave from the 90s to me. When I saw that guy's outfit, I was like, that. I could see that guy with like a pacifier in his mouth, like running around. But everybody else, I'm like, what is this? Is this a biker gang? Someone there. Is this a rock show? Someone there was definitely doing a J. I guarantee it. Somebody's doing a J there. I doing a J. Oh, and then the two tough guys that Alan talks to, one of them has like a whistle around his neck. I I was like, they were trying to. This is rape whistle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, actually, if you think about like a toy whistle was kind of ravey. Like, because raves are all about like. Kids. Right, right. Or how many raves have you been to? I've only been to one rave in my life. You guys oh, are, okay. It's one more than I've been to. I was going to say, somehow that's really? two more than I've been to. You didn't go to raves? No. No. I thought I was the only, I, I thought this whole conversation, You, I thought you guys would have been to a, a, a bunch of raves. And Me? You thought I went okay, to raves? Right. Well, no, Danielle, I definitely thought you went to raves. But maybe you were too young. They probably like it was peaked 12. in like 96. <laughs> I was 12. Yeah. I'm going to finish seventh grade, drop some E and go, go to a rave. Yeah. I thought they kept going. Okay, yeah, I went to a rave. I wasn't in... allowed to watch 90210. <laughs> yeah. Why, when would I have been at a rave? In like 98? I, I didn't don't know. Fish until I was 19. My first boyfriend was Mormon. I have my second boyfriend was gay. I don't Hold know where you, you definitely went to uh, clubs on Sunset Strip and uh, when oh, you yeah. were like 18 or 19. Five days after I moved out of my parents' alcohol, house. Five days, to- not until five days after I moved out of my parents' house. Okay. Uh, up until so 18. The- 18 and five days. <laughs> okay. So 18 and five days, which would have been 1998 or 99. Right. What's, I, were raves not happening anymore? By Probably then, not. Could, would no, would you go? Not. No, okay. I was. Th- I was. I feel like not. so many people went to raves around me, and like I thought you guys would have. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. No, you seem to be more the rave kind of guy, writer than than yeah, I, mean, your I certainly jeans was. And my Jinko jeans were definitely rave co- rave Capoeira, culture. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you could have dance fought everybody there. Yeah. You, you were, you know me, you were such a, a few dancer. shades away from being in the insane clown posse, and we're <laughs> <laughs> total squares until yeah, the only time I went to a rave. rave. The only time I went to the rave, uh, a rave was in San Francisco, and it was a. It was, I I actually this is I think it was called Light Seed. That that was like a party, but it wasn't like an illegal thing. It was just a giant warehouse where people danced. A lot of right? people were on ecstasy, not yeah. me. I was like the designated driver for the night, you know, yeah. and it was it was really boring because I didn't dance and I didn't do drugs. Oh, I did meet a girl. I did meet a girl that I ended oh, up yeah. dating. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Was, she, was she on drugs? Yes, she was on drugs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and she was much older than me. <laughs> Okay, because I was only I was probably I, you probably had to be twenty one to be in there, so I was probably illegal to be there because I was and the drugs 18. were illegal. So that's exactly what I'm saying. The activity was illegal. Right. 
right. not the, the rave itself. Party is not gotcha. The gotcha. All right. Anyway, someone there's doing a J and all kinds of things are going on. It's also <laughs> worth noting that we now see Ethan Suplee as the bouncer at the door. Corey asks Eric what's going on, and Eric tells him they're throwing both parties at once. Corey starts stressing out. Their parents are on their way over. Eric says they're gonna have a blast because they're fun people, which I actually think is good sitcom logic for Eric. Sure. Like even if, will have fun. Yeah, they're going to have a good time. Even if they yeah. don't know who some of the people are, they're fun people. They're going to have a blast at this party. Why not? Well, and I, then for- yeah, I mean, there is. I think this is the, the problem of the episode for me is like the tension between like Corey and Eric getting in trouble or not getting in trouble. Like there are times when we're supposed to take that kind of seriously. And then there are times when we're just like, yeah. Who yeah. cares? Right. And yeah. I kind of wish the episode had decided to go one way or the other more wholeheartedly because it's kind of having it both ways. You know, it's like, right. like in this scene, Eric's like, well, get away with it. And I was like, yeah, they probably will. Like right. half of the party is Alan and Amy. Their family. family yeah. So they're going to be fine. And like, you could just be like, I don't know, some other people showed up. It's a weird, you know. But then like, right. then the resolution, you do have like kind of a serious moment with your parents and I was like, well, why do we need the serious moment? Let me just make it a romp. Like, let's just have fun. Yeah, because there, there is the idea that, like, nobody even questions. I guess the expectation is just, of course, you rented out Chubby's for our anniversary, as opposed to being like, we had a, we're having a party here and these other people are having a different party. Right. right. It's a shared space, but we right. invited these people for you. That's not really ever explained. Um, I do like, though, and we'll get to it in just a little bit, but I do like, actually, that the that the issue is not about you wanted to throw a party and now you're in trouble for throwing a party. It's about how Carrie. unimportant the parents feel. But right. they yeah, thought that's true. They, right. they, that's they true. wouldn't even have one day. Yeah. That there wasn't, even. you know, like special. Alan says, all you, you could have, all you needed card. was a card and we would have yeah. been happy. Yeah. Right. So just think about us over yourselves for one day. Just one time. Just what it was. for one time. Yeah. We talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media? But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what, what, what else was your mom doing? Uh, my mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow. Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You are right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. Here's why I like the Books Company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code WORLD. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh... 
Every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment Professionals can be as easy as a phone call. And one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. So Frankie stops a grandma at the door because there's a $10 cover oh, charge. Oh, God, up. this made me laugh so hard. No, so That's hard. not Eric. a grandma. That's what I, I know. Understand. Eric has to tell him that's Aunt Liz. Who is she and- brother? Or who is she sister of who's 100? It's like she's either to be your aunt. She's got to be either... Rusty. Amy or Alan's <laughs> sister, and she's a hundred years old. She could, could be a great yeah. aunt. You call your yeah. great aunts just aunt so and so sometimes. Yes, because it's like, man, that's it's like, wow, that's it's Aunt Liz, the Tanya's mom from Munchies. <laughs> from Munchies strikes back. Seriously, <laughs> so, oh, that's what I wrote down. I was like, how is Aunt Liz a hundred? <laughs> it's oh, amazing. But I just love Ethan being like ten dollars, ten dollars. Ten dollars. Corey hands Frankie a list of names and say says those are the only people who are allowed to come in from now on. And Frankie asks Corey's name to decide if he can let him in. And Corey says, Ah, come on, and runs in. Great. Funny. Great, great, funny bit. Fine. Corey runs down the stairs and tells Topanga they have to clear out the ravers before it's too late. She tells him it's too late. And then the camera pans to all of the people there, and Corey is horrified that crazy party scene happening at all just nothing it's actually some of them have weird hair (laughs) someone's wearing a bandana can you believe it (laughs) old people on one side and younger people are on the other side and nobody's visibly music's at a sensible level and nobody's breaking anything no one's doing a j or doing a k stand no no. totally totally manageable nice party looks fine looks great i mean what do you think this was do you think it was like a network a collision of network notes plus locate like how do you not make it a party like the whole because it's 40 something and 50 something year olds writing what they think it's going to be it's exactly what i said at the beginning so it's it's like well this is a rave it's a regular party of people standing around but they've got yellow hair like oh i also think though that because eric is responsible for it it's not like Oh no, we actually accidentally picked a place where there's a rave going on, but because Eric is the one responsible for it, 
network notes wise, this can't be a party with illegal things going on. Right. We right, can't right. have one of our lead characters be nefarious. Like right, he still right. has to be a good boy. So it has to be looks so close, but not really anything. And the way they decided <laughs> to do this is neon colors. Neon, right. Exactly. Bright that's what colors. It is. And extras that look like they're in their 30s. Yes. That was the other thing. Exactly. So I was like, okay. So Fedora Sean runs up to Topanga and Corey telling them the cheerleaders are chocolate wrestling in the kitchen. <laughs> Corey says he has to stop them. And Sean says, okay, but I need a lot of whipped cream and a very large spoon, which is very cute. It's a good I don't, It's, it's a good funny. Yeah. Funny, it's a good funny. Good Corey says he's going to intercept his parents upstairs and tell them the party is at the restaurant across the street. Topanga and Fedora Sean need to grab the anniversary guests and meet them there. Eric walks in with a girl named Wanda. He says Wanda. she's invited to an exclusive party and he's only inviting girls named Wanda. Corey pulls Eric away to speak with him. Eric is excited because... Wanda is there and doesn't even go to their school. That's how big the rave is. What? Gordy and Reg walk down the stairs and tell the boys their parents have arrived upstairs. Reg thanks Gordy for the ride. And Gordy, sa Gordy says he didn't have a choice because Reg was just sitting in his car. And I know it's played for last laughs, but this man seems like a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> Does a little bit. He's just absolutely crazy. He was just sitting in Gordy's car. <laughs> Corey runs up to the stage and bangs on the drum to get everyone's attention. He says this party has a wedding anniversary theme. He tells everyone to yell surprise at the best happy couple who walks down the stairs. Then he cuts the lights. Everyone yells surprise at two people. And when the lights go on, it's Turner and Feeney. Turner jokes with Corey that English class will have a $10 cover tomorrow morning. Alan this is where the background music goes crazy oh really is it oh yeah it's what? all like record scratching <laughs> yeah <-pop>. what <laughs> we're at a rave yeah uh, amy and alan are stuck upstairs because frankie won't let them in they're not on the list Corey intercepts and tells frankie to forget everything he's ever said frankie then tells all the ravers they're allowed in they all push pat push past Corey and amy and alan eric runs up and grabs their parents saying they can never get anything past them Corey says nope it's too late to try and save this, but Eric insists and tells Amy and Alan to go downstairs and just pretend to be surprised. He walks them down the stairs and they do look surprised. Alan asks who these people are and Eric says, Dad, does family mean nothing to you? Feeney then comes up to Corey and tells him it's quite the party. He says everyone is raving. Mr. Feeney won't tell his parents as long as the man with the neon mohawk doesn't touch him. Okay. 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 All, right, okay. All right, sir. All right, sir. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sure. That's... There and you go. Check. Okay. Mm -hmm. Alan asks Corey how they're related to two guys standing in a corner. One of them is dressed a little like a pirate, by the way. Eric makes up a lie that they're the kids of the uncle who Alan had a big blowout with. There this is funny. Yeah, this is funny. There are some slacker raver kids that are dancing by the jukebox that are having a blast. They are just going to town. There's always two or three. There's always <laughs> every a few. party scene where there's a couple yeah. that are just really take really dancing. Love and then it. Alan walks up to the two kids and tells them it's his fault about what happened between him and their dad. And then and he realizes the, there's the guy with the with the whistle on. Yep. Oh, which, which he should be blowing at this point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he realizes they have no idea what he's talking about. Frankie and Amy are talking and he pulls out a watch as an anniversary gift. It's Amy's watch. That's how he knew she'd like it. He apparently stole it from her again. Hey, cute, great. cute little bit. It's great. Alan walks D up. Did to you Amy. notice when Ethan walks away checking Amy out? 
No. Does he? Oh, no, my God. All. It's hysterical. Oh, he checks her out as he walks. It's amazing. Oh, I, that was oh, such I thought a for choice, sure too. you guys would see it. I was like, uh, oh, my God, Ethan. He's like, totally looks back like, yeah. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, because it sets up the dance later. Like, when right. he dances with when he her. Cuts in. It is so funny. Oh, oh that's my God. Awesome. I lost it. Alan walks up to Amy and asks if she's having a good time at their party. She says yes, and so does he. Eric and Corey are walking together, and Corey says they may just get away with this. Eric brags about them being John Adams legends tomorrow, and then Alan pops up behind them saying, and the best part is, your parents don't have a clue. Womp, womp. What? They knew. They what? knew. Next thing we see is Alan pushing the boys up the stairs. Corey admits they tried turning the party into an anniversary surprise, and he stayed up all night inviting people. Okay, wait. I need to stop very quickly. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I need to go back because to show how I, I didn't know where we were in this scene, but to show just how much I regressed as an actor in this <laughs> episode, this they uh, we're going, Corey and I are going up the stairs, and he stops and says, just how big a something are you I, I can't read my writing uh it I, it looks like i wrote dick but that can't be right okay no, um so just i think it's jerk how big big a jerk are. i'm mouthing the words along with him you again are i again. am it is very you subtle but even sue was like you're saying the words again i've gone straight backwards oh i was God. literally mouthing the word it's really subtle but it's absolutely there so i am once again saying the words as ben is is saying the words yeah oh my god straight backwards yep straight backwards anyway so yeah we talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us absolutely without jen fischel what pictures would we post on our social media But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what what else was your mom doing? Uh, My mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow. Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You are right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. Here's why I like the Books company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to Books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code world. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewelry that makes you look like the gem or sneakers and streetwear. So fresh. Every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. 
So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment Professionals can be as easy as a phone call. And one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Alan says they could have just gotten them a card. That would have shown some thought. Amy says this just shows that their friends mean more to them than their parents. Eric says it isn't that. He just wanted one night where he'd be remembered. Amy says, so did we, and walks away. It's like when your parents tell you they're disappointed. (gasps) The audience goes, oh. Yeah, it's the worst. You can feel that in your gut when your parents say something like that to you. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, terrible. Corey apologizes to Alan, and Eric tells them it's not Corey's fault. Alan tells them it'd be nice to do something for their parents every once in a while. He walks away to find Amy, who are going. they're going to help collect the relatives to bring them to their house. And then Jedediah shows up with the guitar, and he says it ho- he hopes it isn't too late. He gets a and big weirdly, audience applause here. Yes. yes which is why? so, this is, the entrances are so off on this episode, yeah. because I was wondering earlier, like, why they didn't get applause yes. when they all appeared. Yes. But, but it, we kind of blew through them and. That yeah. Matthew's living room, and then now they get a plot. Or he, yeah, it's, it's I, very okay. strange because it's the way things. he's dressed, right? Well, he's got his like. It's the way he's dressed, and I think Holy the man. writers are hoping that the audience is going to put it that the audience has been sitting with bated breath, hoping for a monkey's performance. And when he arrives now, kind of dressed for a party, holding Mm -hmm. a guitar case, the idea is let's drum up this anticipation by acting excited now because also I was thinking like maybe the first time we see any of them in that Matthew's living room maybe it wasn't in front of a studio audience that's it must have been but this back door this back this front yard of chubbies was definitely not in front of the audience I think it's just trying to build anticipation when Davey shows up in the front door he should have gotten applause because the other two have been on the show before but when he likes when they open the door and there he is it's kind of awkward that there's nothing there I think there wasn't an audience I think you're right there couldn't have been because we would 
always shoot the living room and kitchen stuff in front of the audience because it was right in front of the audience. The so you think it was right in front of an audience? No, I'm saying there must oh. not have been an audience there for some reason, which is yeah. odd because we normally always shot those I know. Yeah. in front of the audience. Some, yeah, it feels weird. But so, yeah, he gets a big audience applause and um, Jedediah walks down the stairs to give the guitar to uh, Corey and Eric's parents. Corey drags Eric downstairs and says, this is it. Corey runs up to Gordy and asks what their parents' wedding an- wedding song was. Gordy says it was my girl. Corey says they can have the band play it. He asks where the band went. And Sean tells him Frankie sent them away since they weren't on the list. In some of the worst possible acting in Boy Meets World history, Topanga goes up to Frankie and starts (laughs) punching him because he ruined the party. Jedediah interjects and asks if she's been eating meat. And Topanga tells him Corey wants the band to play his parents' wedding song. And it's Frankie's fault the band isn't there. And then Topanga men- mentions she also might have eaten a meatball, which could explain funny. her anger. It was That's funny. funny. It's a Do funny you also joke. hear what you call Ethan? What? Yeah. You mall call him rat. a mall rat. Oh, yeah. The movie was big at that, yes, that point. Yes, because that yeah. was a big movie. Yeah, that's yep. right. Jedediah yeah, says the equipment. So Jedediah says the equipment is still there so he can play it. Gordy says he can, too. The two remember the melody, but they can't recall the lyrics. Until Reg. they actually start to sing. And then Reginald Fairfield yep. walks up to them and says he wouldn't mind helping them out. Alan and Amy are starting to walk up the stairs to leave. And Corey tells them they can't leave. Amy asks for one good reason. And then my boom, girl starts boom, to play. Boom, 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 boom. Now, do you guys remember what happened? Do you no. remember what happened? So the story as I heard it, and, and I, I could be wrong, but I don't believe I am was that they wanted for the first time in a very long time to have a full monkeys reunion with Mike Nes- oh, right. Nesmith. Nesmith. Nesmith Nesmith yeah is um or Nesbit Nesmith I think it is, his name is I have it written um, down and they wanted to have all four of Nesmith. them Nesmith Nesmith uh they wanted to have all four of them and Mike as he had done for many 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 years declined we're shooting that night and Mike comes and he's there on the set, he had a big beard and and he walked up. They did like one rehearsal or whatever. And he walked up to um, either Michael or Jeff Sherman and said, OK, I'll be in it. And they're like, well, we can't put you in now. I mean, we've we've rehearsed all. We're literally shooting right. right now. We can't possibly just throw you in. So he just sat there and watched the rest. But we were like that close to having all four of them for the first time. I don't know, man. That sounds together. like one of those apocryphal stories. That I've heard it I now believe... from Sherman and from another writer that they all were there. different people who claim to name to. I remember that he was <laughs> there. I did remember, I remember that he was there. No, I'm I sure he was, he was there. there. I'm not saying he wasn't there. I'm yeah, yeah, saying yeah. that like the fact that that's we what were, I heard. Cause here's the, you know, here's what I can imagine happens. Like he comes to the show, he sees the, the thing. And, and of course the fact that they're all there makes it, a very close yeah. monkeys reunion that sure, didn't happen. Sure. Or he just, also just, just makes a joke. Okay, I'll do it. Exactly. Man, it's possible. And then the story grows and the story until it becomes Maybe. like, we could have done we it. We had to turn oh, him down. We had to turn I, uh, him down. Well, no, they, yeah. Because I mean, they would have def- done it. They he definitely done it. was asked. He definitely you, was asked. I bet you to be on the show. Michael and the network would have thrown him on stage and figured out a way to make it make sense. Yeah. Maybe. I, yeah, who knows? Dude, that's all I can say is I can. That's like the cover story of like, Every You'd magazine think. at the time, if you that would happened. think, like, but that's the story that that has been right. made. That's made the rounds. We talked about rumor. There's a good Boy Meets World rumor, so there we don't is. know if that's true or not. But that's the story. And there's a bunch of writers yelling at the their phones right now, mm. uh, whether they know the, the story happen. or not. Yeah, or exactly. it didn't happen. Or yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah, lots yeah. of emails. We will. 
The camera pans to the three men playing My Girl. Amy asks how they knew it was their song. And Corey says, Eric told them. I like that there are these two moments where the brothers kind of protect each other in a sweet way. Alan walks Amy to the center of the floor so they can dance. Reginald, Jedediah, and Gordy are shown singing and playing the song. Alan and Amy are dancing. Eric and Wanda start dancing next to them. Eric says he always knew it would all work out. He introduces his parents to Wanda and says she's the woman he's going to spend the rest of his life with. His mom says, yeah, she's met her. That's his cousin, Wanda. <laughs> Another Eric. incest joke. Yes, we yeah, love. Like, we like, by the love. way, not to be logic police, but who's playing the drums? <laughs> Is it just... Just drum there's sounds. drums. There's drum sounds, but there's Amazing. but nobody's playing the we drums. Need a so I'm just guitar. Going, I, I, who's, who's I know. Playing the I don't think there's well, enough. He's guitar. playing the tambourine, and when he hits it at the end, you can't even hear it. No, like they, they had because it's offbeat. Yeah. It doesn't. Um, when we first shot this, and they were they started singing the song. They sang it. They sung it live. And I looked over and we talked about this in our live show. Uh, Betsy is just staring mesmerized at the stage. And I walked up to her as she's staring there and I'm like, you're loving this, aren't you? And she's like, oh, God, Davey has such a wonderful voice. Like she was just mesmerized (laughs) by watching them. It was so cute. Why couldn't they do a monkey song? Like, is there a reason? Well, I don't think they're supposed to be the monkeys. So, I mean, the idea that they'd get there okay. and sing, here we come. Well, I mean, it would be, might be a little weird if they just broke into a monkey song. Oh, that, that would be a little weird? Well, I mean, know, what's happening? How, how would do that be I'm their, a believer? Just I know, how do I'm a believer? It's like the greatest song ever. My guess is there's some legal reason why they couldn't do it. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. It has to be, yeah. right? Like, yeah, it had to have been. Because, yeah, why would you Just break you do... into Stepping Stone out of, or Last Train to Clarksville out of nowhere. I mean, I don't know great. a single monkey song besides oh, I'm a Believer. Oh, there's some great monkey songs. I'm sure. I'm just surprised yeah. that, you know, they do these, like, standards. And I, d- yeah. you know, I just would love to know exactly, like, why. Because yeah. they have the monkeys believer, together. And, yeah, it's great. You want to hear them sing one of their songs, right? Yeah. Isn't that the point? Yeah, um, I mean, you'd think, yeah. Right? I, I think Ryder should play the drums in the future for the monkeys. Yeah. That would have been fun. So Eric runs away in disgust and Fedora Sean hops up immediately to go dance with Wanda. And uh, now that they're playing My Girl, this whole party's really kicking into high gear. And I guess we have found the one song both ravers and olds can't get enough of. It's a cover of My Girl from three of the four monkeys. Yep. (laughs) Then the men end the song and the crowd cheers. They start to sing and play a Buddy Holly song called Not Fade Away, which was actually made famous by the Rolling Stones and the Grateful Dead. So another cover of Not Monkey Songs. and. Then they pan to a man who says they have a nice sound. This is a bit of an inside joke because that guy is Dave Madden. Yeah. And he was the manager, Reuben Kincaid, in the Partridge, Partridge family. Partridge family. Yes. So, you just Al- said words. I have no yep. idea. Is, is Madden, that's a that's a video game about football, right? No, that's John so Madden. So he's, he's founded a, a video game about football? Do you not, have, do you, have you really never heard of the Partridge family? Of course you've heard, heard of the I've heard the name Partridge. the Partridge family, and I know that yeah. there were birds. Danny Bonaducci, and I mean, they, they all there started. There were birds? Is that what yeah, you just Yeah, David said? Cassidy. A Partridge and a Pear Tree, isn't oh, that okay. a? No, yeah. Pat, uh, come on. The, yeah, this is the, one of the most famous uh, shows from the 70s of all time. It's about okay. a musical family that's and a rock he band. Play, he was an actor who played he was their an manager? actor who played their manager. Yeah, he played Reuben Kincaid. And were they actually a family, like in real life? No. It was oh. Sean Cassidy and um, Susan Day, Danny Bonaducci. Yeah, come on, get happy. Come on, get happy. Hello, world. Here's a song that we're singing. Come on. You've never heard that song, really? That, that oh. sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, yeah come on, it's, get happy. They, sounds familiar. And at the time, in the 70s, David Cassidy was... Uh, with like the high, he went from they screwed up his contract 
to where he was making like a thousand dollars a week, but he shouldn't have signed it because he was underage. And then the show exploded. So they had to get rewrite this huge contract where all of a sudden he became like the one of the highest paid people ever on television at the time. Um, yeah, he. Oh, God, it was all this all these great stories from behind the scenes of what the Partridge family okay, was like. Hold it's on, crazy. But this guy is it's an from actor. a TV is an actor from a TV show where he plays a manager. He managed the Partridge family. So it has nothing to do with the monkeys. Family. So it's just no. like a complete other it's reference. To, it's total other reference. Correct. It's to another musical bizarre, guys. television it's show. Bizarre. <laughs> it's bizarre. And it, it's you have awesome. to be such an old to, I got to it. think it's cool. I but thought I mean, it was at cool the then. time, like I wanna I wanna hear from parents who were stuck watching TGIF with their kids in the nineties, who were like, they were they must have loved this moment because they were I, like, finally the it. show makes sense. What? I loved it. I because again, this is music that I grew up. Yeah. You know, I grew up watching the monkeys in reruns and watching the Partridge Family. I mean, having older brothers that yeah. you know, my bro- oldest brother Gary was born in the '60s, so yeah. it was like the Partridge Family. It was huge. These are enormous television shows at the time too. This yeah. was like the Partridge Family and the Brady Bunch were on par with each other. At the I, time. I think so this is television royalty. Just, this is also just all. Jeff Sherman. Like, of course. This is Sherman. Because he was like friends with these people. He knew yes. them because yeah. he grew up in this crowd. Like right. we, yeah. we had him on the show. We talked about being in bands at school with like yes. these people. Yeah. Like he literally Sean like. Ca- so yeah. Sean Cassidy, Davies, uh, David Cassidy's brother was right. in Jeff Sherman's band. Great. And then yeah. he also, you know, rose to prominence as a screenwriter. And I remember him telling, telling me that like his, his like where he, like his genre was like John Hughes style movies like that's what yeah. he became famous for or that's where his career started was writing those sort of like hijinksy yeah you know young men with privilege running around this like exactly of, yeah. what care or cory cory and eric are doing in this episode is like a yeah. jeff sherman script like that yeah. is yeah. totally him so yeah. it's it, with yeah, 70s television stars thrown in totally, it's awesome yeah totally. that, that part's so, cool Alan and Amy are dancing more upbeat. Frankie comes to cut in and he starts dancing with Amy. Corey and Eric are watching everyone and smiling. And Eric says he knew this would all work out. It worked out because you think Corey is going to say the Matthews Matthews brothers. brothers. But he says they are very, very Very lucky. lucky. Never done again, by the way, the Matthews brothers. Never. Nope. Never never before. Never again. It doesn't really. It doesn't doesn't have a ring to it. It's not a thing. And you shouldn't have taken the head slam. So nope, I know. I, well, I'm, really? I'm thinking you gave it to me because you were there. What a waste! The what a waste! So, yeah, what a waste! Absolutely. What a waste! What a so then we're in the tag. We're back at Chubby's. Relish Reginald Fairfield tells Gordon that Alan Gordy that Alan says he has a large home with many bedrooms. He says it's barely a shack compared to Jedediah's house. Reg says that's perfect. Jedediah says if he even drives down his street, he's a dead man. And then the manager we saw earlier in the crowd comes up to three-fourths of the monkeys and tells them he likes what he heard. He used to manage a family band a few years ago. He still has their van, and it'd be nice to handle an act without a mother in it. Inside joke, inside joke about the yeah, Partridge family, just a means, bunch of inside jokes. It's all great. It's he all calls great. To, uh, he says to call them. They could be big- bigger than the Beatles. And then Reg repeats, bigger than the Beatles? Then they all chuckle and say, nah. So, anyways, uh, did a whole bunch of research on it. It's just so boomerish. And so boomerish. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. So straight I up. I love it. I love it. Boomer magic. It's boomer magic. I mean, also, I wish anyone in my life loved me as much as the Boy Meets World writers love the monkeys. Oh, my God. 
All right. Join us for our next episode, season three, episode nine, The Last Temptation of Corey. It aired December 1st, 1995. Thank you all for joining us for this episode. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, Pod Meets World Show. You can send us your emails, podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. And we have merch. Mercadoria. What's that one? I think it's Portuguese, but Portuguese. I'm probably I not saying it, it properly. Like making up <laughs> fake languages now. <laughs> I am not. Portuguese I thought you were going to sing book. something from the monkey. Come on, get merchy. <laughs> That's Partridge Family. Hey, hey, we're the merchies. <laughs> hey, hey, we're, we're the, the merchies. <laughs> I'm not oh. your merchandise. There's another one for you. <laughs> we'll send us out. We love you all. Pod dismissed. Pod Meets World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Danielle Fischel, Will Friedle, and Ryder Strong. Executive producers Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in charge of production, Danielle Romo. Producer and editor, Tara Sudbach. Producer, Jackie Rodriguez. Engineer and Boy Meets World superfan, Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon. And you can follow us on Instagram at Pod Meets World Show or email us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college... He ditched the Cocoa Puffs and downed some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandies shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.